Greetings, Team DPS. I am Dr. Alex Marrero, your proud superintendent here at Denver Public Schools. And thank you for joining us in this special edition of Marrero Moment. Today, our guest is someone you may be familiar with. She's been a guest here before, is Dr. Simone Wright. But she's here in a different capacity. She's our new Chief of Academics at Denver Public Schools. So I'll start off by asking you, what's a Chief of Academics? Yes, so a Chief of Academics is in charge of ensuring every educator across DPS is equipped with the knowledge and skills to enact high quality learning experience for our kids. That's both inside of the classroom and outside of the classroom. Um, as Chief of Academics, I have several teams that do this work, Career and College Success, our Multilingual Education Team, our Culturally Sustaining Curriculum and Instruction Team. Hmm, who am I not? Yep, that, I, I think that summarizes most of my teams. It's a major, major, major lift. Yeah, it's no lightweight charge. No, no kidding. So with all of that weight, what inspires you every morning to get up and say, okay, I'm up for that task? Yeah. Um, for me, it is knowing that Denver as a like larger community, we've done quite a bit of work to really fulfill our promise as it pertains to like educational equity for our kids. But we have so much more work to do. Yes, we do. We have so much more work to do. And even thinking about my experience in schools this morning, when I walk into the schools and I see kids that look like me, kids that look like you, and some kids are like really excited and some kids are like, ooh, I don't know about this. Like that, that fuels my fire. Like being in schools, seeing kids learn or maybe not even have what they need to learn is what keeps me up late at night and gets me up early every single morning. Yeah, speaking of that, how appropriate. I saw you early this morning at one of our schools I stopped by Gus and then I stopped by South and that's where I saw you and the team. Can you share with the public in terms of what that work that you all were engaged with? Several members of the team, representatives of the team that you just mentioned uh, that, that are part of your fabric. But what's that work? So, something like instructional rounds, I believe is what you would call it. Yeah, that. so this year, um, DPS is continuing the practice of being in schools. That central office leaders, school leaders, right, getting in the classrooms and really talking about what does good instruction look like. Um, I'm honestly super hype about it. Um, last year, like, we really did a good job of threading into the ether, like, great level text and tasks, safe and welcoming. And this year, we're, like, getting a level deeper. We're getting a level deeper and we're talking about what does good instruction look like that ensures that grade level text and tasks and safe and welcoming school cultures is a reality for every single one of our kids. So this morning was our first time actually like trying out this new process. Um, there were a number of leaders there and in full transparency, um, just thinking about the depth of conversation mm -hmm. and being able to land on like what needs to be true for our kids feeds back into your question of like, what gets you up every single morning to come to DPS? Very good. So last time you were here, you uh, shared with us your journey, your, your childhood and then educational journey yeah. that landed uh, you here in Denver. But since then, you've made uh, some shifts. So can you tell us, same question as before, but walk us through your DPS journey. Yeah. So what brought me to DPS was a phenomenal opportunity to work for our deputy superintendent in this role called executive director 
of universal school supports. And what was really, really exciting to me about this work was it allowed me to understand like the larger ecosystem of our family of schools. I think the other piece was I got to oversee like some of the teams really like servicing our most marginalized student groups like federal programming. In addition to that, I also had more of um, one of our internal like strategic planning teams. And I felt like it was this unique opportunity to both both elevate best practice and ensure that we were centering the experience of our most underserved students. Mm -hmm. So I started there, hung out there for a little bit. And then um, I got a phenomenal opportunity to transition to the academics team, which is I think last time I was talking to you, I was in that role, mm -hmm. the associate chief mm -hmm. of academics role. Um, and there's something like really fun about being like somebody's number two. Like you just, you get to run, you get to move. I would just, that's how I would describe the associate chief academics role. Um, but in that position, I was, you know, charged with supporting our CAO at the time with like driving some strategic coherence across academics in our office of schools. But I got to oversee our gifted and talented team, our career and college success team and our whole child team all opportunity like in full transparency all work that i'd never directly overseen so i feel very grateful to have had the opportunity to really think about our learning experiences in a more holistic manner now i am the chief of academics um and i mean what i would just say i, I described earlier what is a cao um but i i continue to just sit with to whom much is given much is expected mm -hmm. um and i feel um, supported and positioned to really drive like instructional shifts and promote high quality learning experiences. So we do accelerate the trajectory of our most marginalized students. Awesome. Well, thank you for sharing that journey. I'm happy that you're here in this capacity. Uh, earlier, you mentioned, uh, based on my question, in terms of how we engage earlier this morning at South High School, of uh, some of the shifts that are happening in academics. But can you speak uh, of other um, things that are happening that you will love to celebrate, but also things that you've conquered in the Office of Academics? Yeah. Um, I'm gonna start with career and college success. Um, a number of people have heard, we we have our highest graduation rates. Like, I'm sorry, I don't think they heard you. Can you say that again? Our highest graduation rates ever right. in Denver public schools. And you know, you gotta sometimes hide your cards, but we're trending to exceed those numbers for this upcoming school year. It's really, really, really exciting. Um, I think also some other things I would just wanna emphasize in the CCS space, they are doing the work to ensure that students who have not had the opportunity to participate in AP, IB, concurrent enrollment, have those opportunities, right? Um, and I think it's just really, really exciting. Like they are really, looking to transform learning experience for kids that look like us. Yeah. Um, I would also want to flag, like we are in the process of implementing science of reading. This is year two of CKLA. Um, there's a lot of work to do, but I really fundamentally believe that we can ensure all kids are reading by third grade. I think lastly, I mean, there are just a number of programmatic mm -hmm. expansions that are worth naming, right? MLE is doing quite a bit of work to like expand dual language, which I think is really important. Um, gifted and talented. We've put a lot of resources into what does that work look like in high school with the charge that, you know, we got some like community shifts that we need to make. Like what my gifted and talented director might describe as gifted. Uh, some of us got in trouble for that. But like that's shifting learning on his head, right? Um, 
I think also double downing on work-based learning, apprenticeship, mentorship, like scaling some of that work, um, I fundamentally believe are drivers to actually accelerate the trajectory of kids who've not had these opportunities. That's a perfect segue. Can I ask you another question? Yes. And it's, uh, you mentioned several times students that look like you, students yeah. that look like me. I know often when I'm strolling around buildings, I have uh, youngsters who say, you're what now? And I have to explain my role and what I do, and they're a little baffled, right? So I want to say that that's an inspiration in its own. Uh, what would you tell our young ladies of color who may be considering education or may think that this is the yuckiest job because, you know, they have to come to school every day. Why do you want to continue yeah. to support or even go to schools? I'm going to start with representation matters. We need young women of color in teacher roles. We need you all in school leader roles. We need you in central office roles. Um, we need you to say yes, right? Like I, I continue to sit with education is the only entity in our larger community that touches every child. Mm -hmm. And when you see people that look like you in, in these positions to influence learning and how we see the world, I think the opportunity to both motivate and I think the opportunity as well to just like get people to understand like what could be, it's, it's just super powerful and it's transformational. So what I would say to our young women of color considering career and education, we need you. Come on, we need you. Yeah. Yeah, and if I can, and I don't know if they ever uh, will see this moment of uh, the Marrero moment, but I know it, it did something to me. Uh, my first math teacher, Mr. Morales, no, aside from me doing the great work that you assigned, uh, he was an inspiration. Guidance counselor, Senora Ramirez, thank you, right? And uh, Principal Jimenez, who I still have contact with, so I'll make sure that you see this piece. Uh, Principal Jimenez was an incredible inspiration. I couldn't fathom the idea that we had a Latina principle. Uh, so I know it did something for me. So Dr. Wright, I want to thank you for, uh, uh, is this, you may be my first repeat guest here. Oh, you, you must know people, right? <laughs> uh, but also uh, sharing um, with us all, but also your responses. Uh, thank you very much for serving in your capacity, but also for being an inspiration to all, in particular, our, our students of color and our young ladies. Um, I want to Big thank you for Team DPS. We're glad uh, to have all of you join us here and even happier that we have our Chief of Academics, Dr. Simone Wright and her phenomenal team who help every student thrive each and every day as I saw early this morning. This has been uh, this edition of the Marrero Moment and I'll see you next time.